This is Finding Satan. Matt and I are at lunch because I'm starving. We do not, of course, go into the restaurant where I met Nicole. That would be ridiculous. Instead, we're sitting outside of a very busy Chipotle, eating burritos and hoping they don't cause any digestive issues since we're spending a lot of time together in the car. That's not where it is. We have to go south. You don't understand. This email was very long and very interesting, but it has nothing to do with where we need to go. We need to go south, not back to that temple. I don't know why, but the thought of that temple out in the woods, where I saw Michael again, where Nicole and the Beast probably were at this very moment, it repels me. I won't go there. That isn't it. That's not the Temple of the Sun. It's a false temple, built by those people to trap and raise something they didn't understand. And they twisted it and they still failed. They failed. Let's at least go back there and check. It's not that far from here. Let's just go and check. There is no part of me that wants to do that. I don't want to be in that place again. I don't want to see Nicole again. I don't want to smell his rancid fur or see them writhing together. I feel sick and I swallow trying not to throw up. It's a perversion. You're a perversion. Scoot over. Ooh, guacamole. Mommy says I'm her favorite now. What are you doing here? I get hungry too. You gonna eat that? Literally, why are you here with us now, Annabelle? I thought you were done with us. I heard Scooby-Doo over here. Or maybe he's the blonde one. What's his name? The Boy Scout, not the stoner. Found some goodies in the church. I came to tell you. Keep looking, Matt. You haven't yet found what you're supposed to find. Don't get distracted by all the bait they put there for you. You haven't gotten to the meat of it yet. You know what I mean? Velma here is right. That's not where you need to go. And I believe you were told you need to hurry. I hate agreeing with her, but I do. That email wasn't what we needed to find, and it would just send us off on a wild goose chase. You need to go south. Don't worry about Nicole and the Temple of Death out in the woods. I'll take care of that. You're needed elsewhere. And you, burrito boy, need to keep reading through what you found there. Great. And yes, Annabelle, you can finish my burrito. I somehow don't have an appetite anymore anyway. Thank you, Matt. You may have a little part to play, Clara, but don't ever forget. You're not the main character. I am. So do your part and don't fucking get in my way. Bye! I'll see you when death comes. I literally cannot express how much I hate her. Matt and I clean our table and head back to Black Betty. I slide the knife out of my pants and hide it in the door pocket when Matt's not looking. It's Sarah's knife. Annabelle slipped it to me at some point. It wasn't there, and then it was. 
I don't want Matt to see it. He's having a rough day. Where to? South. You better cancel that hotel reservation. I don't exactly know where to go, but as soon as I woke up on that awful church couch, it smelled like the most soulless furniture store you could imagine. Like staleness, like entropy. I had something tugging at me, a pull, and I can feel the urgency. I need to get there before someone else does. I need to do something. I just don't know what, but I have a feeling I'll know what to do when I get there. We're getting closer now, Michael and I. Not to each other, thank God, can you imagine? <laughs> no, we're getting closer to the end, to the place where it begins. I hate that he's the one who will be with me when it happens, but really all I care about is what happens next. He's awake. He's been awake for the last 200 miles and we're not speaking. <sighs> yes, blessings are real. But his jaw is clenched so hard, he's practically shouting at me. This won't go your way, I want to tell him. But I don't want to talk to him. I mean, really, I don't want him to talk to me. Full of bluster or charm or whatever face he wants to wear. I don't care. No matter how bad he thinks he is, I've seen worse things down below in the dark places and I just want to get him where we're going so he can do his fucking job, and hopefully I can be done with him. Because we all have a role to play, but I'm the only person who understands mine. I don't mind using him to get what I want. It'll be a nice change for him. There are others coming too, for this meeting that has been scheduled for so long, even though they don't know it. I can't look at him. He repels me, but I'm still drawn to him. He was built that way. He was born with that pull. We are rivals, and we are enemies, and I will never, ever forget. Sacrifices must be made. I'll tell you where we're going, because by the time you hear this, it'll be too late. It'll already be over. It was over when Annabelle did what she did. That was the beginning of the end and the only way to the new beginning. You know what's funny? I don't need them anymore. I don't need the circles and their dark secrets and now that I don't need them, I can feel them out there, blooming like dark bruises, waiting. I know where they all are. I know exactly what they're for, and Michael and I are heading to the biggest one of all. I just hope she's there to see this. She won't want to miss what's coming. I practically sent her a map, though, so even she should be able to find it. Like my dear sister Annabelle would say, it's go time, bitches. I don't like this Nicole thing. It's rubbing at me like a sore tooth or a bitten tongue. I believe Clara, but I don't trust her. She doesn't know us, no matter what she thinks. 
She doesn't know what makes us tick. She doesn't know what we want, and she really doesn't know what we're capable of. So how can she understand what Nicole is doing? Takes a bitch to no one. So I'm heading back to the temple in Matt's rental car to see what I can see. I must have missed something last time. There's something still there, something I didn't see. So even though part of me wants to go south, I I don't know why. Why I want to be done with this. I can't help it. I have to go back to the temple. I have to know what happened. I hope those girls got away. I hope that's not it. I think about them, you know? I think about them and their broken lives, and I hope that they made it somewhere in the fake church van. That the money will help them. That they've learned how to spot the monsters and how to keep them away. Instead of inviting them. Instead of letting them into their homes and their hearts just because they're dressed up in pretty lies or because love feels like a fist. It's still a fist. It's still a snake in your bed. It will still bite you if it can. They can start new lives. Find a family that loves them. So yeah, I hope they got away. No one should live in a cage. Maybe Sarah's going back there too. Maybe I can see her and tell her how sorry I am that things went the way they did. How sorry I am that I did what I did, but it's okay now, right? She's back. It should be okay. It was messy and painful, but in the end, nothing is really different, right? Maybe she can forgive me. I'm doing this for us. She has to see that. This Nicole thing is in our way. It's a side plot, a detour, and I'll just take care of it real quick and then I'll find Sarah and then we'll be back to where we were, doing this together as it should be. Lilith doesn't say anything. The rental is slower than my old muscle car, but it gets me there. And even though I'm pretty sure Matt reported it stolen, I don't get pulled over. This is Texas. No one gives a shit. It's the land of solve your own problems. And unless that problem involves a uterus, they leave you alone. I don't blame him. He's the kind of guy who worries about things like credit scores and deposits. The world needs guys like him. Or at least, it did. Will I miss him? Maybe. Every comedy team needs its straight man. Every horror story needs an innocent, and every evil queen needs her dog. But he was never mine. So it's hard to say if I'll miss him when he's gone. He's been useful, I'll say that. I pull up to the temple and park out front. I don't care who sees me. Hell, if there's anyone around, I want them to see me. Come talk to me, you fools. Come out, come out, wherever you are. I stand outside my car and wait. There's a warm wind blowing the leaves around and around, and I strike a pose, very intimidating. But still no one comes out to confront me. No one is here to care. So I dance up the stone steps and try to shake off the chill feeling that I should not be here. The doors open with a hollow clang and I walk in, hoping the temple doesn't smell like the dead bodies downstairs. Matt would have worried, you know. 
he would have worried about the police or someone reporting people missing. But this is the kind of place you can disappear. The kind of place where no one comes looking for you. No one but me. I don't want to go downstairs, so I don't. Everyone is dead. Everyone but Michael and David, and no one knows where David goes, and Sarah took Michael away from me. I want another shot at him. I could take him this time. Could you, though? I wandered to the right, where I saw Michael and his entourage emerge from last time. And there's a waiting room and a hallway with private offices, and it reminds me of a spa. Probably because everything is white, and there's a little fountain, and an aromatherapy thing with, like, mint oil or some spa shit in it. And I think about taking a nap. I've been up for three days now. A nap sounds pretty good, but I know I'm in the right place now. I know where to go. I head straight to the third door on the right, and it opens into a spacious office. All white leather and chrome. There's a soulless family photo on the big white desk, and even though the room is empty other than that, I know I'm in the right place. It smells faintly of rich lady perfume and a man who wears too much cologne and overgels his hair, and I know it belongs to them. The dead church couple in the basement. This is their place. And I shiver, thinking of what it must have been like for Nicole growing up with such monsters. I don't know what's in here, but there's something. I can feel it. I walk around the room. I touch everything. When a room is used but somehow this bare, there are secrets hidden somewhere. We know these assholes were far from squeaky clean, so I keep looking. I keep touching. And on my third way round, I realize the wall opposite the door is different. So I probe around, and then finally push and a section of wall pops out, and I slide it to the side, and behind it is the world's craziest fucking vision board. There's a map of Texas in every circle we found is marked on there. They've even marked some that I've never heard of or seen, and I wonder if they know for sure or not. There's also a really, really big mark outside of El Paso, and I shiver again. South. I need to go south. I shouldn't be here. The map isn't the weird part. They've got pictures of me and Sarah, pictures of Sarah sitting in her backyard, pictures of us drinking out under the stars, pictures of us in that creepy fucking suburb. Pictures of Alan, too. With his glasses and his journal. And my heart hurts and I start breathing hard and Lilith whispers, Careful careful as my vision starts to go black but I hold on pictures of a little girl blonde hair playing with her friend I somehow know that Sarah before before screenshots of websites printed out and pinned to the wall like the world's ugliest butterflies the occult site where Sarah met the woman and found the first circle the site that talks about the ranch Pictures of Sarah getting out of her car at the ranch and it guts me to see how innocent she was. To remember what she was like at first. So innocent and confused. And how I hated her then. With her friends and that innocence protecting her like a bubble. 
how mad I was that she didn't remember anything, but I, I could never forget. How I resented her for that. No one knows what a privilege forgetting is until they have something they'll carry with them forever. A memory so bad it stains everything you see, everything you think, everyone you touch. I don't look at the pictures of myself. And she's up there too, the girl I assume is Nicole, the girl from the soulless family photo on the desk. She's there in her cheerleader outfit, she's there in the woods, she's there camping with Clara. She's there, at sleepovers with girls. She's everywhere. If Sarah and I are fingerprints on the glass, she's the reflection in the mirror. She's all you see. And I know then that they were obsessed with her. That this was all about her. This is her story. And I've walked right into it and I don't like it. Not at all. I need to go south. Go south, Annabelle. I need to leave. Because I'm not sure what I've found here. But I know I don't like it. And I want to go south to be with Sarah. I miss her. I want her to talk to me. And that's where she's going. She's heading there now, and I'm supposed to meet her there. I realize this now. I I'm supposed to be there, not here. I don't look at the rest of the pictures. I don't look at the pictures of the girls running through the forest. I, I can feel their terror from the wall even when I'm not looking. I can taste their sweat and feel their blood, and I need to leave. I turn to go, and there she is standing right there and she's holding a fucking giant stick with an antler stuck on the end like a fucking weirdo and she lunges forward and stabs me with it hey annabelle nicole i just want you to know you're such a cunt i'm still healing from my fight with michael so it hurts it actually hurts and i'm fucking pissed she tries to yank it out but the antler it really is a fucking antler. It's stuck in my shoulder and it snaps off her stick. And I pull out my knife and I go for her and that's when the smell hits me. Rancid and foul, like rotting flesh and oily fur and old ass. And there he is. The Harbinger. Standing tall behind her with his wolf ears and face out of some kind of nightmare. <laughs> it's showtime, Annabelle. Finding Satan is written and directed by Gabrielle Awe, produced by Jeremy Herbel, and starring Abby Claus and Mike Scalero. Finding Satan is a Black Cat Collective podcast.
inside.